welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot, these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. Happy Friday, happy hour. We are back after a delayed spring break, if you will, a two-week little hiatus, a sabbatical. We're back. A little worse for wear and a little better for wear after Stagecoach. I have never felt so wrecked as I did the morning after day one. Let me paint a picture for you all. So on Thursday at the ripe hour of 5 a.m., I board my plane in Nashville out to the great state of California, landed in Los Angeles. Um, Ashley is so gracious. as Don't forget on Wednesday night, I went out drinking with India. And then after we had to stay awake watching that new show until two in the morning, chatting. That's your choices. We had to do that that to chat because we can't can't waste any time that we can make memories. And we had to watch that new Andrew Garfield show about Mormons, the Mormon murder. Of course, you had to until 2 a.m. we woke up because she likes to wander the house at like 6 in the morning. (laughs) Right. So Ashley also had a late night. And then I get on the plane, get out there. And then that day is our first night together. So, of course, we're going to stay up late and just catch up with everyone. And we're all so excited for the trip and whatever. So late night. The next day, we also decide to get our asses up at the crack of dawn to get out to Palm Springs because got to make start making memories early, got to beat traffic, whatever, pack the car like a bunch of dads. So we get up probably, what did we time? 6 a.m.? At 6. And when we don't screw around too much when we say we're going to get up at 6 because we're really staunch about actually like making our memories. So at right. 6 a.m., Abby comes out of the room and alerts, every, alerts the presses and the media that it's time to indeed get up and peel your eyes and I knew that we'd have to get up early for the content of it all like to start shooting (laughs) the content farming good lighting so we got up early we got out there and then that day was the first night of actual concerts and things and so we got to the venue so that night was Friday which was the first day of actual concerts and so we got there we had an event we had to go to there was a lot of logistics to figure that out with the driving and the Airbnb wait you're leaving out a key pivotal detail and a pivotal I I sound like we're retirees living <laughs> in Key West trying to utter all these words <laughs> If you can't tell, our brain power is on E. So after. before, things would have went a lot smoother going to this event. But after getting to the Airbnb, oh, the oppressive heat, and also marching up and down downtown Palm Springs, because we got there so early, stuff hadn't even opened yet. We were waiting outside of we Sephora. It like it was a grand opening ceremony just because <laughs> we wanted to go in the air conditioning and buy a couple trinkets that someone needed or something. And like every, it was like. <laughs> trinkets? <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. What do you get from Sephora? I get trinkets. <laughs> oh, man. It was a little too early. <laughs> to get our trinkets so we were like kind of standing on the corner in Winslow Arizona of like Palm Springs it was that hot (laughs) and uh we see also is this weird should we mention Logan Uh huh Logan yeah let's mention it okay so as we're like going to park the car in downtown Palm Springs to get our Sephora trinkets and find a place to have breakfast Allie 
let it be known too that we had a list, a mental list in our head of celebrities that were going to be at Stagecoach to keep an eye out for and just people we knew, like loose yeah, people, characters people. in our lives that yeah. were also going to be there. So we, we, we had our eyes peeled in that way. Yes. And walking down the empty street at 8 a.m., Allie, our best friend, is like, isn't that Logan Hill? Didn't you guys just have her on the podcast? And then we're like, okay, God, well, now we're going to have to run into her and like say hi for a little bit. So that was a fun sighting. Go listen to last week's episode. Yeah, and what are the odds of that? Um, so after that, we get to the Airbnb, and the reason we were late for our event was because in all of the chaos of bringing everyone's stuff in and getting settled and all of the two trips it took to get everybody's stuff to the Airbnb, somehow the garage clicker and the keys to the back door for the garage all got lost in the shuffle and placed inside the car so that when we closed the garage and the back door, everything was locked. So we literally locked our car in the garage with no way of getting it and we're like okay we're too far to uber like what what the hell it are we gonna really do just not go to this festival out of character for me to park the car in the garage it's not really something that i'm like keen to doing and i know it was like the first thing we were, you wanted to do i was like what i was so eager when we were panicking too i was like no look, let's put a time stamp on it we are just gonna have to uber and like here's the time where it can't get any later i'm just gonna have to suck it up and uber there ashley and i were running around the airbnb calling different locks on the rolodex businesses we had a list on my phone and we'd say i'll take a you take b and then we would just run and see I got so firm and i was like hey india get this one katie get yeah. this one and it was very firm we were in focus mode we were in crisis <laughs> we communication also, mode it was kind of like in the wolf of wall street when he first gets his first office space and it's like a rinky dink the penny stocks and they're like all right like abby i got 35 minutes on this one what's your time and your price yeah, we'd be like, how quickly can you get here? What's your price? What's it going to cost us? How many bones is it going to put us out? Um, but then luckily, Steve from the Airbnb got back to us and there was a spare key because for some reason in all of our degrees and all of our heads put together, nobody thought, hey, let's search all the drawers for a spare key. Into the garage. So we unearthed the car and then we went to our event that was both the positive and the negative, but we'll spare the details. And... <laughs> And then we got absolutely beaten down, struck down by the heat in the desert. And none of us were ready. We did not make enough time for shade or water or sitting the first day. So by the time Thomas Rhett came on that night, we were absolutely wrecked. The first day was just honestly really disgruntling. And it was a fever dream. A fever dream. And we were all a little bit irate. It kind of gave me the um, flashbacks to the war in Austin in July. And we were all just a little bit. And by that, she's referring to my birthday trip that I made like a bachelorette almost turning 23. It only happens once. And just like every other age. Um, yep. <laughs> and we were just a little bit irate. And you know that I and, and most everyone else is known to shy away from the bottle. But the heat was just like so oppressive. There was not even a desire to go and get a beer or a drink or anything of that nature. Yeah, every single day we thought we'd like probably have a drink or whatever in the venue. And it was just so damn hot that we were like, that sounds like the worst thing in the world, feeling drunk and in this heat. Like we just had to survive, really. That was it. And then let's talk about the next day because the next day was the best day of our lives, I think. Would you agree? <laughs> yeah, it made me question a lot of things in my life. It's I've there, never so... felt so passionate about a subject yeah. than this one. <laughs> Going into this festival, Ashley has a slight disdain for female country singers in general as a genre. No, I can explain. I know your thoughts. She thinks 
that not not it's not like she doesn't like the voices of female country singers they're all very talented but it's more the content she likes the content that male country singers bring and like what they sing about like it's a good time good vibe stay a little having longer. a beer being on a boat mm-hmm. um meeting and a then girl girl, in a bar. girl country singers talk a lot more about like heartbreak and downers and being cheated on and all that good stuff which both are important in the music world but she just prefers the having a good time vibe and so that was her stance going into it. And it has greatly changed because of one woman. Also, a little bit back. seeing Maren Morris live on Friday night. Actually, like, I'm really into her music now. I only liked one or two of her songs before seeing her mm-hmm. perform. So this festival yeah. did wonders for me personally. And I would love to go back. Let me know. I witnessed a lot of growth within Ashley. Let's figure out. Eyes. Let's figure out um, if we like the lineup next time around. Because I actually enjoyed yeah. it. And I did like the, fi- the fanfare of it all. So the star of the show... Carrie Underwood, hands down. Carrie Coach. Not Stagecoach, Carrie Coach. Carrie Coach. And we all said, like, let's stay for half of her set. Like, still, like, walk yeah. around in the second half. Like, still hear her, but not, like, be so into it. And Because we actually left early for Thomas Rhett, and it was honestly a smart idea because we wanted to get out of the traffic and be everyone out of the parking lot, which was really beneficial because we were all so freaking exhausted, <laughs> and we didn't know what to do with ourselves. But Carrie got out on that stage, and she absolutely killed it she made that stage her biatch (laughs) after the first song we all looked at each other with our mouths on the ground because of me and like maybe one or two of the rest of us were like okay we know like three songs which i don't know why that was spoken aloud that we we know three songs we don't really care too much like who cares that she's at stagecoach but our mouths we were forgetting that she raised us we're forgetting that she raised us and there were times abby was standing behind me and india directly and there were times when i would turn around and look at you and you would just be looking at her not even singing just in just awe in awe in pure awe and, if anyone- and my eyes were watery and i there was full body chill moments probably like four times throughout her set she did five outfit changes she brought people to the lord that night she made people cry she made us laugh she made us want a cigarette we were head banging yeah the cigarettes the crying, the singing, the dancing, the the fireworks, the fireworks. Um, her energy is just literally through the roof. Her body is to die for. Her legs, her legs, <laughs> and she just has such her arms. an incredible <laughs> vocal. It's almost like she should have won a singing show to get here. It's almost like <laughs> it's almost like she should have been plucked from Muskogee, Oklahoma. <laughs> It's almost like the Lord handcrafted her vocal cords and said, here, do some rock country ballads and light this place up, baby. <laughs> light, That's what he said to her. Light this place up. We all had, were crying from some of her songs are just so sweet and mm-hmm. just so good. And then other ones are just there for a good time. And there was not one song I didn't know. Even like the new one, no. I like kind of recognized. What was I talking I about? I don't know. There, she has so many bangers. I was looking back at her albums. We didn't do our due diligence. We did not do our research beforehand no. because I think we would have realized that we actually know 90% of her songs. And aside from that, it was just her energy level that she was able to keep it up the entire time she was out there. It was incredible. Like she just, there was never a dull moment the whole two hours that she was out there. If she had performed more, just like holding a guitar and like not much to it like most of the other girls that we saw, then I wouldn't have like cared. I wouldn't have had this come to Jesus thing. It was the energy that drew me in and her performance alone was worth the ticket price of the festival in my opinion and the fun that we had. She strutted that runway, mama. She absolutely did. And we also had a- luckily, 
That was also the night of Brothers Osborne. So we were super excited about them and made it a priority to get as close to the front as we possibly could. So that was just an added bonus that we happened to be in the perfect spot for viewing. Yes, there was a method to the madness, uh, like a few performers before Carrie. Every time there was a 30 minute break in between, we would get as close to the front as possible and keep progressing forward. The Brothers Osborne slapped as well. There's someone that I hold near Mm -hmm. and dear to my heart. I'm just so amazed. There are a lot of artists in other genres that are not going to sound anywhere close to how they sound on the radio because of the type of music and the auto-tune and like whatever, whatever. But all of these artists that were headlining sound exactly like they do on Spotify, every single song. And I was just like so amazed. I'm like, these people are so talented. And that brings us to the real kicker of the The man I was most excited to see. Let the man me behind the curtain, Luke Combs. Mr. Oz let us down. Are we just saying a bunch of weird one-liners in this episode? <laughs> Mr. Oz, like, ridden hard and put away wet. Like, we're just saying a bunch of weird one-liners, just trying yeah. to piece together something or other. Ashley and I, our energy after this weekend is so dull, but we wanted to recap this while it's fresh in our mind. But Luke Holmes, literally, like, I think he was probably the one that we were most excited for as a group collectively, at least I was and stuff. And he, I think it was just a lack of guidance because he's never headlined a big festival yeah, like this before. who was putting together his performance? I don't know who put together the set list, but there was such a lull in the energy, like throughout that whole middle section. He started off with an absolute banger, Cold As You. It's my favorite song right now of all time. And he just didn't sing any of his top five from Spotify for literally the entire thing until like the last 10 minutes. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Then he leaves the stage without before saying singing, anything, without saying anything, like no cheeky jokes, nothing to the crowd, nothing to rile us up, not taking a shot with anyone. And he didn't sing, um, beer never broke my heart. So it's like, obviously his biggest song. And we're like, obviously he's going to come back on. He doesn't just do the whole set and not do it. But then after like five minutes or something like way too long and everybody was leaving, he comes back out and instead of like being cheeky with the crowd, like, oh, ha got you guys. You didn't think I'd leave on that note, did you? Nothing. Says nothing. Just starts singing the song. Finishes. Thank you. Good night. Leaves. He had like, zero okay. personality. <laughs> and like, why didn't he make some call to arms? Like everyone like raise your beer. Like, why didn't he just try? There was no yeah, fireworks. And the thing is. We don't know. Maybe he was nervous. Maybe he was inexperienced with this type of performance. But when you are demanding a stage that large with that many people, you have got to keep our attention and you have got to keep the energy up. And he did neither of those things. But the thing is, he could have done, we were talking about this. We're like, if I was in charge, this is what I would have done with the set. But he could have done covers periodically throughout his set of like really popular songs that we all know the words of just to keep the energy up because he does have a lot of slow songs which is fine but you've got to sprinkle in some fast ones or else people are going to take a nap he should have done some tim mcgraw kenny chesney covers he could have done so many things yeah yeah who is it i'm gonna find his tour manager on linkedin and like piece this together so many balls dropped and then like no one on his stage had any fun outfits to look at. There were no fireworks. Where was the budget? It was all spent on Carrie, I guess. It was all blown on Carrie. I wonder what she got paid in comparison. But Carrie's been doing this. She's a veteran. Like, she's been doing this for 12 years or whatever. Like, she knows what it takes to put on a good show. This is, Luke's, like, straight out the gate, basically, at this well, point. Well, I'd argue per usual. It's because he's a man, and he doesn't have to know how to put on a show. But Thomas Rhett put on more of a show than him. Yeah. 
He dances. He runs around the I stage. I just feel like Luke might not want this, and I'm not sure if I can support someone who doesn't want this. Actually, that's not true. He just came out with a song. I'd still be doing this if I wasn't doing this. But the thing is, he loves a dive bar, much like us. He loves that setting and like a unique yeah. little intimate whatever but i'm like this is a festival you've got to crank it up please i'm begging all in all what are your takeaways from the weekend in general well this is like abby's version of the super bowl we kept saying um (laughs) (laughs) that's the funniest thing india said ever she was like abby you've been training for this like this is your moment take it go out and take it was literally abby's version of the super bowl um yeah i would go for sure again. I would love to go with you guys. I'm not sure if I would have as much fun if it weren't with you guys. Because mm-hmm. I think that I could probably end up having a bad attitude with, like, the heat and just, like, the exhaustion of all. But with you guys, like, it's enough to sustain me. So for that reason, yeah. I think I would go, like, mostly with you. But I really enjoyed myself. Solid 11 out of 10. Good content. Yeah. Good music, good old times, good old beers. I got to go. Good old boys. Good old boys. I got to go on Abby's shoulders. That was really. Oh fun. yes, tell everyone how amazing that experience I've was. I've never for been you. at a concert on like a boy's shoulders, and so I got to go on Abby's, which. <laughs> <laughs> got to take a little ride on, my, on this big green tractor. On my big old son, <laughs> by my sweet boy Abby. Um, and it was really satisfying to like look around. I kind of felt like I was at the concert scene in Endless Love. Um, oh yeah! <laughs> during the montage, and I kind of said that like India should go on someone else's shoulders because she's the other short one, and we should do like a chicken fight. But it got some really good photos and videos out of it, and I would love to do it again. And I think it would be so fun for us both to be on boy shoulders. Totally. And if you're looking for some sickening content, everyone, it's good content on, on Carrie Day. We so. I'll tell everyone about the PowerPoint I made to plan out our outfits cohesively for group photos. We had themed days as sponsored by me. I spent two hours on this PowerPoint and saying like, these are the outfits we're going to wear and this is the links to buy them. But the first day was like boho, like casual, whatever fun. And then the second day was like glitzy, glammy, sparkly rhinestone cowgirl for Carrie. And then the last day was like tailgate vibes, but Carrie day, we have never looked more cohesive as a group. It's, we were sparkly. We were black and white. It was beautiful. It was stunning. Go look on our Instagrams for some serotonin. I, these are the favorite, my favorite photos we've ever seen. Some girl stopped me when we were all walking through the crowd. She's like, your whole group looks so good together. And I was like, thank you. Oh my God. That's what cohesion does for you. I was like, thank you so much. That means a lot. (laughs) Clearly no one else was making PowerPoints. (laughs) Clearly. Actually. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people were underdressed. Not that you have to be overdressed, but I just thought people went a lot more out for this than what I visually saw. We thought it was going to be more like Coachella Even the vibes. influencers that I've seen post, like, didn't go as out as I thought that they were going to go. Also... Probably because everyone was so tired from Coachella. It's actually... Just tired of it all. wasn't as exhausting as I thought it was going to be the whole event of the weekend. I thought it would be a lot more exhausting than it was. Like, we, if we had gone to Palm Springs on Thursday, we wouldn't have been exhausted on Friday, is my... Yeah, guess. I think we kind of figured it out. We just Friday, in of itself, was really hitting the ground running with little sleep and little bearings we didn't know what we were doing or what oh we yeah were and also the fact that i haven't been coachella so i haven't like really seen how it works so that but if i went a yeah, second time there I, was a lot to figure out i don't think i would be exhausted a second time around i think my takeaway is that i'm really really glad i went once and with you guys and it was really really fun i don't even know that i would go again unless i was absolutely obsessed with whoever was performing that year mostly because the venue itself was a little disappointing like 
there was this whole section in the front that was like sectioned off for VIP. So these people pay up the butt for these expensive ass tickets. So that makes sense that they get to be close, but I've never been to a concert that was like sectioned off like that. I, and so yeah. it was weird. I did think that there was a section we could have, if we had figured it out sooner, gotten closer to than the one that we were in carry, but it's all. Like, I don't think so. No, I think oh. there was one in front that was still like not VIP above us. Oh, um, oh, we're leaving well, we out hard. someone that I was really actually thrilled to see was Orville Peck. Yes, I okay, actually him. had I had a weird obsession with him for a few months. <laughs> well, no, you more so did it did than I did. I just feel like I've known about him since he first came out, and mm-hmm. he has such a unique voice and um, dresses so well that I was really here for it. If you don't know who Orville Peck is. Go look him up. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> it's very interesting. He's like really, really retro cowboy vibes. And he has kind of an Elvisy, Johnny Cashy voice. And he wears a mask. His like kind of like marshmallow, but for country. And he has just, he's an enigma. No one is able to figure this man out, but he's really cool. And he has that one Euphoria song where Cassie's like leaning out the window. That's what yeah. kind of uh, shot him to fame with the Gen Zers anyway. And he didn't disappoint me. I enjoyed watching him and I think it's going to continue to grow. Yeah, he was way more exciting to watch than Luke Combs. Oh, sorry. 500 times more. Sorry. Orville Peck should have done the third night. Half the people are like, what, who, what are we doing here? <laughs> They're like, who the hell? <laughs> I would kill to see Eric Church if he goes next year. I'm going to mm-hmm. beg some of you all to go because I want to see Eric Church so bad. Can you imagine when we first bought these tickets, 2019 fall, it was supposed to be Morgan Wallen. One of and the Eric Church. And obviously the whole set list got all changed yeah. and whatever but that would have been nuts we're leaving out one of the key and pivotal moments of this entire weekend that had me both angry and like pee my pants so on thursday we go to run errands and <laughs> on oh no. thursday we go to run errands um that was our big plans for thursday actually like went out to breakfast by the beach and then we we're like well time to run errands today and like <laughs> just yeah pack the car like a bunch of dads around in the house so we go to run errands, and Abby at Target decides that she needs to take off her clothes to try on a couple dresses, like in the Okay, aisle. let me explain. We were in a rush. We wanted to get back to the house. We stopped at Target for one thing and one thing only, and it was sunscreen. We all know when you go to Target, it's a rabbit hole, and you start looking at everything in sight. But there were these really cute dresses, and I was actually shook to my core that Target was selling dresses like this. I'm like, okay, Target, step up your game. I see you. And so I was like, I want to try this on for like a cute desert photo. Let me just see how this looks. But I didn't want to take it all the way to the dressing room, do the whole thing. And I was wearing athletic clothes. So I just took off my t-shirt because it was in a sports bra and leggings. And I'm like, let me just slip so on this dress earlier that, my body. Earlier that morning, the t-shirt just says cowgirl in it. And Abby was like, how much do you, you guys think I paid for this? And she's like, well, the answer is 50. And it was way too much for this silly little thing. And so she puts it on the and ground. And that's what I get for supporting local. Yeah, don't do it again. Um, she puts it on the ground and then she's trying on the dress in like an adjacent aisle looking in front of the mirror and then she's like where'd my t-shirt go and we're like we think someone took it and she's like oh my god she's like can you guys figure that out and then you go back to the mirror (laughs) I wasn't that concerned with it because I genuinely I look over and someone swiper is swiping the things on the ground next to us and she has a red t-shirt on like bright red so I'm like oh she's just a worker like doing her job like cleaning up the you know, cleaning the up aisles. aisles. And so this launches into a whole hour-long investigation with every worker in this joint. 
And Abby's strutting around Target with her dress, that slip dress, slung over her shoulder without her shirt on, <laughs> looking for this shirt. She goes to the security place. And Ohio, Ohio, she, off to work we she go. She goes to the security place and she's like, roll the tapes back. <laughs> we got to figure out what happened. I'm like, run it back. Who the hell took my yeah. shirt? Like, literally. And the Target people are claiming it was a patron. Yeah, she comes back, and I was like, you guys, what if somebody just decided to take my shirt? And they were like, Abby, it's a crumpled t-shirt inside out on the floor. No one is going to take that and steal it and exit the place. And I'm like, of course not. This is Target. Nothing bad ever happens at Target. And then they told me that it wasn't a worker and that it was a, a civilian. A uh, civilian said, of the arts. You mean? Yeah. And so they comped Abby a shirt. Um, it's not wasn't quite worth 50 bucks, but we'll take no. what we can get. But it was cute, and they said you can go. Um, they're like, "Wait, what shirt are you talking about?" I'm like, "The one off my back. That's why I'm not wearing one right now." Like, what <laughs> shirt do we think we're talking about? And so they let me just like pick one out for free, like a kid in the candy store. Yeah, and I was like, okay. So that was a joyful way to start the weekend. Yeah, that was just so baffling. So watch your stuff at Target, you guys. Don't put it on the floor. Watch your back. Something else that was another takeaway from this entire trip and this weekend was just how grateful I am to have friends like you guys to be able to fly around the country with and just visit each other. Like reasons to go to other states and other cities and events and things because Lord knows none of us are close to even like getting married or having life events in that way. So we really make it a priority. We really make it a priority to make life events and like make big deals yeah. out of things and see each other, which is really nice. Yes, we make a massive point of it and I don't know it's just making it happen making it happen man I think it's fun like each year we kind of pick a thing like last year there wasn't a lot going on so I was like what if we all just flew to Austin for my birthday because a lot of us had been wanting to go to Austin anyway and just kind of made a trip out of it and then this year we're like obviously stagecoach this and then year we're hitting our lake. stride with every two months so far and <laughs> Lord help we us. actually, I don't know if we've it. talked about this before, but this is a good idea for you and your friends. If you live across country with your um, like college friends or high school friends or whatever it is now, you can make a PowerPoint night like we all did in quarantine, those silly mm -hmm. little PowerPoint nights, which kind of stuck around because they're so fun to do and pitch, basically make a pitch deck and explain to your friends why they should travel to the destination of your choice next, like whenever your next trip might be. Because we did this, and we had photos and evidence and reasons, activities. Yeah, it was so fun. And we all picked a different city that, to pitch as to why we should go there. And not to brag, but my uh, presentation actually won. And have we been to my destination? Not yet. We have not been. We need to go on the off-season. Your destination was a little too expensive for the on-season. Correct. We picked New Orleans because none of us had been there, except maybe Emery. But none of us had been there, and we really wanted to go all together because we think there'd be a lot of time for jokes and to be had lot and of lots bits. of fun on the bars. A lot of bits. Um, but India was saying this a while back to me. The money within reason is going to get spent any, either way, whether you enjoy like working out or you enjoy going out on weekends or whatnot. So turn around, put it on a flight. Because what I like about us, too <laughs> – not to get on a high horse is we do something i like about we us we do usually go within reason though to where we're staying at someone's house so we save on some eating right. we save on like breakfast some eating and we obviously accommodations in a car so it's kind of just a flight and like whatever fun things we decide to do or going out so it's it, very true the accommodations really help well usually within reason so that makes like a massive difference for our group because imagine if we were getting so, in airbnbs every two months yeah that'd be awful <laughs> yeah. but for that reason too 
it's nice because it's almost a blessing that we all live across the country because yeah. now we have reasons to like go other places and, <laughs> to see each yeah, other. We don't live places. down the street. Um, so make that a priority um, with trying to make it happen. Call up some friends, see what you can scrounge together. And it really revives the soul, leaves you both fulfilled and on a downer when it's over. Something I really appreciated about Stagecoach, and this is also usually true for the lake, is that it's a lengthy amount of time. Like five mm-hmm. uninterrupted days versus like last time, like in February, it was only like three days. This was like five good solid days. Yeah, three is to just not enough. More jokes and stuff, especially when I feel awkward with you for the first 15 minutes, three is not enough. Um, I felt so awkward when you guys picked me up weird? from the airport. I'm like, who are these strangers and why am Which I getting funny in their because car? I talk with you on the phone at least once a week and we text very yeah. very often but something about the cadence and the voice is just different in the flesh we're running a business together if you will something about and the, of the cadence and the voice is just different in the flesh so i felt so off but yeah. <laughs> talking to you and it didn't we're so silly it didn't fade away for um like 30 minutes <laughs> um here's a fun question what was your favorite thing that you ate on that weekend ate? on the trip mm-hmm I actually really enjoyed our lunch at Jake's in Palm Springs. I thought that was really good. I highly recommend Jake's right off the I main uh, walkway. Um, but we didn't really like eat that much besides that, like unique things. So we got in it. We got well, in and mine out. Mine was the frozen pizza that we you forced see, that's ourselves an example. to eat. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Every every night when we got back to the Airbnb, we were like, "Should we pop in the frozen pizza?" I discovered like, none of us were drunk. We were just like, "Let's do it." I got a <laughs> discovery of something to ingest. The vodka mule June Shine, I really like because I'm not huge on June Shine, but that one I mm-hmm. love. I think it was so good. Yeah, we tried so many seltzer oh, yeah. brands. Should we tell them how we got yeah. it? It's so thank funny. you to our Hunger Games sponsors. We our had, Hunger Games sponsors, they sent them from the sky. We had about 10 different seltzer brands to try, and now I have boxes and boxes sitting in my garage right now, and the ice chest is filled. Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> no. And so thanks to our Hunger Games sponsors, we had so many seltzers to try. And I really enjoyed – I'm trying to think which one was a favorite for me. I actually really enjoyed the Maui Brewing Company. Maui Brewing Company was great, especially the Passion Orange Guava. I, we really liked Owl's Brew. Oh, yeah, that one was They're surprisingly like a good. Tea. I'm not a tea person usually. I I liked Happy I Hour I more Happy than Hour's most. Happy Hour's branding. I love mm-hmm. their cans. So cute so cute check out these brands we also tried bev and spritz for the first time those were good i like bev a lot big fan of bev yeah what else did we try oh the plant botanical was good plant botanical that one just tastes healthy in a good way like it doesn't feel like you're wrecking your body yeah that one was really good and why i have a bunch of that left thank god <laughs> and then there was a uh to Lago. oh i like the packaging on that one yeah, so basically, shout out to all our sponsors. We reached out to probably 100 brands and we're like, hey, we're going to Palm Springs. Gonna you want to send us some product just to like see what the heck would happen. And if that is not the sign you need to shoot your shot, then I don't know what is because we didn't have to pay for alcohol the whole weekend. Yeah, essentially no, except for my one beer by choice. God bless yeah. America. And country music. So with that... Go ahead and um, give Karen Underwood a listen if you haven't listened to her since the 2004 season of American Idol. And You won't regret it. If you have some friends that live far away from you, try to get something on the calendar for within the realm of reason. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to our tired and broken selves on this beautiful week after stage. We're so grateful for every single one of our listeners. Make sure you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen and go ahead and give us a review if you want. Heck, 